0: part 3 Jesus was once asked to name the greatest commandment listen to his answer and he said to him you shall love the lord your god with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind this is the great and foremost commandment the second is like it you shall love your neighbor as yourself matthew 22:37 37 39 we can read scriptures dozens of times but it only takes that one time when the holy spirit highlights something and the words leap off the page to open our eyes to something we haven't seen before I was reading this passage several years ago and the words caught my attention like never before. Jesus said the second commandment was like the first, that we should love our neighbor as ourselves. In other words, the amazing measuring stick of loving our neighbor is our own self-love. A healthy love of self is the necessary precondition to loving others. We may not realize it but how we view ourselves as superimposed onto others and our relationships. This understanding explains many of our relationship issues. It is interesting that the traits we dislike in others are often the same ones we have ourselves but are too blind to see. For through the grace given to me I say to everyone among you not to think more highly of himself than he ought to think, but to think so as to have sound judgment, as God has allotted to each a measure of faith. Romans 12 3. This verse tells us not to think more highly of ourselves than we ought. But notice that it does not forbid us thinking highly of ourselves, only thinking more highly than we should. There is a healthy balance. The Lord does not instruct us to think poorly of ourself, only to avoid thinking more highly than we ought. It is a common teaching in some Christian circles that we should see ourselves as some lowly, rotten, worthless, worm-like creature. This is not how the Lord views us at all, neither before nor after we become His children by being born again. We need to have a balanced, scriptural perception of ourselves. Some falsely believe that thinking highly of themselves or loving themselves is pride. Sure, it is possible to go overboard and my ego be blown out of proportion. I can love myself so much that life becomes all about me. However, not thinking as highly as God does about ourselves is, in fact, a false, perverted humility, a deadly hidden pride that fails to accept oneself as God declares. Here is the difference, we can never think too highly of ourselves as long as we see ourselves as we truly are, a part of the Creator and in a living relationship with Him. How can I think too highly of His creation? of His handiwork. I am fearfully and wonderfully made, Psalm 139:14. It is when we view ourselves as our own work, apart from Creator God, that our view becomes pride. We can never think too highly with God. We are His. Anything less is false humility. It is popular in Christian circles to say that we are sinners saved by grace. In other words, to call ourselves sinners and say things like, we are all sinners. This sounds humble but it is a partial truth. It is true that we are saved by grace but after we are born again, we are not called sinners in Scripture. It may be surprising to learn that nowhere in Scripture does God say that His children are sinners saved by grace. You can't find it in the New Testament except in the case of one who falls away from God and reverts to a lifestyle prior to his born-again experience. My brethren, if any among you strays from the truth and one turns him back, Let him know that he who turns a sinner from the error of his way will save his soul from death and will cover a multitude of sins. James 5 19 20. We may still sin, but that doesn't make us sinners. I can bark, but that doesn't make me a dog. I love to swim, but that doesn't make me a fish. To call someone a sinner is to describe a person's state of being, their nature, their identity. The difference is this a sinner lives a lifestyle of sin. It is their way of life, even though they may do acts of righteousness at times. True children of God love and practice a lifestyle of righteousness even though they may sin at times. This transformation is only possible because our identity has changed. We have received a new Christ like nature and the love of God has been shed abroad in our heart. The basic source of our behavior, whether sinful or righteous, flows out of our perception of God and ourselves. What we believe about ourselves is what we tend to become. If we believe we are sinners or failures, our incorrect thoughts construct a false identification and affect the way we speak and behave. The reverse is also true. If we believe the truth about ourselves, based on what God says about us, that will also affect the way we speak, how we behave and the direction of our lives. It is the natural outcome of our perceived identity. Proverbs 23 7 says, For as he, a man, thinks within himself, so he is. What we think about ourselves is what we tend to become. Joe. Excerpt from my latest book, Now Who Are You?